0: You can support the continuing adventures of Change in Stone by visiting patreon.com slash warriors. Welcome back, stranger. I knew you couldn't stay away for long. Oh, you're just itching for more. You had to know what happened next. To those out-of-time strangers, Change in Stone. Yeah, they'd shown up 220 years from the past. But it didn't take them long to realize There ain't no mercy in the wasted West There are greater forces at work than they can imagine And the world they thought they left behind in the weird West Oh, like a bad shadow, you can't shake it The past always comes back to haunt you, don't you know? Ah, but I'm getting ahead of myself again Where were we? Oh, yeah the new pal, Rufus, melted into a wall real sad. Well, let's return to that story where we left off, right? And you may call them change in stone. Around here, I always refer to them as the terrible warriors. Well, howdy
1: there, Fred. It's the Edmonton crew. We are back with this... Wes, they can't see you waving its radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Derek the Bart for Chasing Me, as I am your marshal for this, the return of Change and Stone in their triumphant second season, Hell on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that we've all forgotten what the rock music that we actually add for the intros and extras for this series are. Completely. Uh, so we're just making it up as we go
2: along. <laughs> I, I, I trust uh, that the, Justin. Justin will do us really good justice when he, we get get something cool here, because he's been doing a stellar job mm-hmm. with the, the intro and extra Our music.
1: Our phenomenal uh, producer, Justin Ecock. But Justin is not here because we're in Edmonton and he is in Toronto. Uh, I am, however, joined with Will Mitchell and Wes Gunn on the 404s. They can't see you doing the finger guns either, Wes.
2: (laughs) Damn it, but they can feel it. (laughs) it. It's radio.
1: Yes, they can feel it, though, because as we know, radio is also a psychic medium. Absolutely. And
2: I'm an improviser by trade. I talk with my body and my hands.
1: We all do that. I've spent too much time around Italians. (laughs) That's just racist.
2: (laughs) No, that's family guy. They're also racist. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: you're coming into the ruins of Virginia City, and you've just found your good friend, the gang leader Rufus, uh, no! melted into the side of a building. Um, Above him, someone is uh, spray-painted. Stay out, normies.
2: <sighs> well, I was kind of hoping he was going to hang around there, but...
3: Alright. It's gotten personal.
1: Oh oh dear, did, did you know him? Was he a friend of yours? No.
3: Absolutely.
1: He says yes and you say no. I'm not exactly sure how to take that. Exactly. Oh, it's like that. Well, Th- anyway, we should definitely get a move on.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, we should.
1: You make your way through the ruined streets. Much of the city did not survive uh, either the war or subsequently being invaded by crazy radiation cultists. There are no
3: signs of life here, though. Cool. Um, Did the new Comstock building get built on top of the old one? More or less, yes.
1: It looks better than Virginia City did the last time you were here. I mean, there are roads. Yeah. They're they're, they're kind of, like, broken and ruined and shit, but there are roads. Yeah,
3: they're they're not literally dirt tracks and horse shit.
1: Yeah. And you pass by. um, They maintained a historical district in town. It is the ruins of the Bucket of Blood Saloon.
3: Oh.
1: And the hotel that you stayed at and... Very the, the Silver Dollar Hotel. Uh, yeah. What was
2: the name of the of our friend there? Um, I hope she's. I hope she lived a good life, Serena. Serena, yeah. thank you.
3: Well, I, I don't expect she lived a good life, but probably a fun life.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh yes, you gentlemen have been here before, haven't you?
2: long time ago. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Must have been
2: before the war. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you get to the. Main Comstock Building, and it stood up surprisingly well to all the uh, rigors of time. Hmm. It's about five or six stories tall. No, not even necessarily too well. More just in a lucky location and with very, very little wood in its. uh... Yeah, not much to burn.
3: (laughs) Far enough out of town to. enough off the side of town that there's no looting or anything for
2: it It's yeah it's not like you know we're walking along we round a corner and there's a perfectly pristine building there That's, no
1: it, it I mean it's the windows are blown out right but the build the building
2: doesn't look like it's about to fall over at any point in time all right well you know uh, let's get to uh, my favorite thing in the world takes the gun off the back looting
1: yeah uh, can you both give me notice? I think there's a notice or a mm-hmm. listen check or something like that. Search. Uh, I
2: got search.
1: Search. Oh, I got search. Yeah. You know what? Both get uh, give me both you a cognition plus search check uh, plus scrutinize. Actually, yeah, we'll you. go scrutinize. Uh, if you do not have that, just give me a cognition check.
2: Okay.
3: I got a six and a one.
2: Are you kidding me?
3: Somehow you dropped the D eight and rolled the D twelve.
2: <laughs> and where's the other D twelve? Yeah, it's this guy. Uh twelve. Roll that again. Uh, so seventeen.
1: What the hell is it with you in Virginia City in these scrutinized checks? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> um yeah. Uh, changes ears kind of perk up, and you, there, there's like a skittering in the buildings, um, like a rustling in—not um, in the Comstock building, but in a couple of nearby high rises. Okay, definitely sounds like there's somebody around.
2: Dude, we're not alone. Get inside,
3: get into cover. All right, come on, Salt.
2: Get that damn shooting iron ears. Oh oh,
3: oh, oh, oh dear. Is there about to be danger? Grab and drag. <laughs> in my experience, there's always danger.
1: Oh dear. Oh dear. And he, let, he lets you drag him in.
2: <laughs> close the door behind us. I, yeah. I, sh-
1: I should let you know, gentlemen, that while I'm not exactly a violent man, I have read many books on the subject of uh, pugilism and close quarters combat. And I am trained in the practical use of a firearm on a target range. Uh, do,
3: do you have a practical useful firearm on you?
1: Oh, yes, in my bag.
3: That ain't gonna and he puts it the, 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 the giant backpack that he's carrying around. Uh, that ain't that ain't gonna do you no good there.
1: Oh yes, Joe, yo, you're quite right. You're quite right. He uh, takes off the pack, puts it on the ground. There's a thump. This
3: bag may in fact weigh like eighty or ninety pounds. As like salt is like sort of rooting through it, it's sort of like. Get a good look at his calves. <laughs> and, like, as his hamstrings like... I told you, he is wiry. He is wiry. All yeah. right. Uh,
1: and he takes out... Um, it is not a military-grade shotgun, but it is a big shotgun. Mm. And he...
2: he slowly gets the pack back on. I'm gonna, like, try and help him, like, feebly, because I'm not the strongest person in the world. Like, oh, I'll give him a hand. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how the hell <laughs> could a guy be this much of a freaking tin horn nerd <laughs> and carry a bag this heavy? The world works in cruel ways, apparently. Yeah. Huh? Says the other tin horn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he...
3: Um, ...pumps the shotgun, loads a a round into the chamber. All right, let's go. And as they're going, as they start to sort of proceed down the, the ruined hallway... Uh, Stone periodically has to point the shotgun away from him. Yes, <laughs> so, somehow, like every scene, Salt finds a way to be pointing the barrel right in Stone's face. nope.
2: <laughs> somehow, so imagine like we're on either side of him, and like multiple times, he like points it at one of us. And I point at the other one. Like we have to kind of like Well, go... he starts he because he doesn't have his hands free now. Every time
1: he gestures as he talks, and now he's he's gesticulating with the shotgun. No, nope. No. All right. <laughs> I mean, it, there's a favorite line of mine from Hansel and Gretel: Witch Hunters. Are, are you a good shot? No. That's why I used a shotgun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's also a good line from my episode of Doctor Who. Whoever everyone who's not an American, please put down the gun. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, okay, so let's, let's get searching.
2: What, what's oh. the inside
3: of this place looking like?
1: The inside of it uh, does look like it's been looted a bit. Um, mm. They've taken one couch. They left the other couch, probably because it looks like someone died and melted on it. Ah, The reckoning was a terrible time. They've uh, Most of the doors that you come across have been either kicked down or there's some kind of rubble barricading them on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the building is standing, it's definitely taken a beating though. It's not a pristine monument to uh, pre-apocalyptic civilization.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna like um, reach into my like little sack of things, little, little miscellaneous adventuring stuff that I would yep. imagine. Pull out a little torch, pull out a bit of electrical tape on the end of the gun. Around goes the torch, click. Okay.
1: Yeah, and you you're getting that in- still spooks me, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which, which? Which? What's spooking you about this building? I mean, I realize it's certainly empty, but it is, of uh, course, empty except for the corpses.
3: Well, well, yeah, all the melted folks and the, the shadows of powdered folks.
1: Oh, yes, well, that's quite unfortunate. Unfortunately, that is the sort of thing that happened to Virginia City over the last decade.
2: Well, let's keep moving. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I don't want any the people who are were who in the other buildings to realize we're here. Okay,
1: do you want to make me both search checks? And I will make one for salt. That so is that Cognition, is. which he is... So you know what? He is not the best at. That's surprising. No, he's smarts. I got a 13. He got an 11.
2: I got an 11. Okay.
1: So it is stone that... Uh, uh, you are poking around... And you uh, you hit a door. The door is actually locked. It it is remarkably still uh, well together. And then you knock on it. Yeah, it's actually solid steel uh, that just has like a wooden veneer on it. Uh, That explains a thing or two. (laughs) Um, And it just has a little plaque on the side: Telegraph Office.
3: Hey, boys. Think we found what we're here for. Oh, wait, no, sorry, it
1: would be a uh, company switchboard because this would be after the. After the. Yeah, <laughs> I,
2: it would, I was just going to say, that's super weird. That definitely warrants investigation. Yeah. yeah. Now it's just a steel door, which also still warrants. And way. what the hell is a yeah. switchboard? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I, I would. Hey, Salt, what's a switchboard, anyways?
1: A switchboard is a older form of
3: telephone communication. Telephone. Oh! Oh, I them little uh, the, the little slabs of glass.
2: Yeah, yeah. They, so we we'll replace the telegraph.
3: Yeah. Yes. He's looking at the <clears> two <throat> of you like you might be crazy. Met fellow who's real good at throwing those things. They hurt.
1: Uh huh. Well you then, know, like so... fires with them too. So the the door.
3: Yeah. Um. So looking at the door, uh, where's the hinges? They internal or external? Internal, of course. Can it's... I make a
1: streetwise roll? Uh is that what
2: they'd be covering lock picking?
1: Not really. Kay. Uh you can make a deafness check if you want to try and pick the lock.
2: Oh I have lockpicking
3: actually. Like then a, make a lock picking check. Uh that's six d eight. Nice. Uh what's the assisting mechanic in this?
1: There isn't really one.
3: Oh okay.
2: Six seven eight. <laughs> oh, oh
1: yeah. That's a couple eights.
2: One two eights. Here. Uh, looks like it's ten.
1: Well, that's good because I was looking for a ten. <laughs> Beauty. Um, you manage to uh, you, you go over it. What they've actually done is they've hidden a uh, like an RFID chip reader inside the wall. Mm. Um, and you, you you actually like you pull some of the wooden the full wooden paneling away and you find the wiring.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're sort of staring at it for a while. You know what it, get, it comes uh, it comes into your head. You know what might actually open this up, if you, since you found the location, which obviously they meant to hide, suggesting it might also be a potential security vulnerability. You're looking over and you know, you're thinking, hey, maybe that shotgun looks like it might make a pretty good hole in something.
2: Just grab it,
1: sh- bang! <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, the the bang echoes down the hall. Salt jumps
3: and then probably falls over. Yeah, Stone sort of like gets down against the wall, gun
2: out. <laughs> You really ought to warn fella. Sorry, I get fo- I get hyper-focused. You know that. Here you go, salt. Open the door. <laughs> Maybe help him up off the ground. Yeah. He, he, Actually, he's... no. I get you to help him off the ground, Fine. wait. He's doing his best impression of a turtle. <laughs> I'm going to turtle it up for the turtle club. Turtle, turtle, turtle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God, that, I couldn't watch most of that movie.
2: I, 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 well, I sat through it. I'm a horrible person. It was a dark time.
1: Yeah. And it opens up, and... There's a sw- there certainly is a switchboard on one side. It looks like this building might have been built back in like the seventy the sixties or seventies. Uh, huh. a Board
3: covered in switches. Who'd have thunk?
1: But that's not what dominates the room. It looks like that was kind of mothballed after a while, and there are just old filing cabinets and their records. Ha. <sighs> and each of the cabinets has a set of dates on it. It looks like it may actually be very, very old records because they some of them are from the uh, 1870s.
2: Really?
3: Indeed. <laughs> well, now, uh, Mr. Salt, <clears throat> have your fill.
2: Oh, yes, yes, of
3: course. Is there any, anything in particular you're looking for? I can speed it along. Well, my associate here... Uh, also helps. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Uh,
1: he he's actually pulled out. It looks like. Um, keeping in mind that this game was written in 1998. This yeah. game is. Uh, it, this game is old. This game is old enough to drink. Yeah. The internet was still a fancy new thing for most. Smart people. and smartphones were not a thing. Not a thing. Um. So basically, he uh, he has, it looks almost like an iPhone, it'd be like an iPhone 7. These are things that uh, from before the war. And this game goes up to like the 2080s, so there might even just be like glass slabs with all yeah. the uh, all the circuitry built in them. Like, they're actually very high tech for what you've seen around. In fact, this is pro- this looks almost like magic to yes, you, basically. Yeah, straight up sorcery. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he basically just pulls a piece of glass out, uh, puts his thumb on it, and it lights up. And it just shows um, all sorts of, like, little pictures and shit on it. it it's a smartphone screen. Yeah. Um, it has a cheery booting up noise. Identification. Nathan Salt Librarian. And the Siri. Identification confirmed. Engage recording mode. And he starts dictating to it. Uh-huh, nice. uh, and a fl- uh, like a light actually projects out from it. I'm in the office of the Comstock Mining Company in Virginia City, Nevada. Uh, di- current date, etc., etc. Uh, uh,
3: hey, Salt, could you just do that quieter and darker?
1: I, I'm sorry. I need to properly record the situation. Why don't you just close the door?
3: Well, I, yeah, I'm going. I'm doing that. <laughs> but like, oh. we did blow a hole in the wall and already announced our presence. Only make it worse.
1: Uh, engage auto scan mode, and he just keeps talking. He's just going to keep talking to it, and he starts scanning documents. Where literally, he just looks. At, he flips open a paper, flips the thing at it, just keeps flicking it. Yeah, he's he, he he is quite absorbed in digitizing these things. Wes, you're going to start uh, searching those files.
2: Absolutely. Uh, so I have uh, search and cognition, which is five e twelve. Give me a roll. Two, three,
1: four,
2: five. Uh, looks like eleven. Okay.
1: Well, you, um, yeah, you find um, they're telegraphs. They're copies of telegraphs, not just incoming but outgoing. Mm-hmm. And what you find is a series of correspondence via telegraph between an HB and a DH. And. You uh, you suspect they may actually be going back some time into uh, one of the other drawers, because you kind of come into it mid-conversation between them. Um, from DH to HB, uh, stop. Uh, thank you for your very kind assistance and funding, stop. Uh, project is proceeding apace, stop. Uh, please provide additional uh, advice, stop. Uh, then sent from HB to DH, um, DH stop. Um there's a date. And this telegraph has a date on when it was sent, which is 18 like July 17th,
3: 1873.
1: Yeah. February seventh, eighteen eighty eight. Stop. Um, invest in uh provides initials stop. Uh ensure all resources removed from um uh from this location uh stop um po- um you know pleasure to assist stop hb and there there are more telegrams like this and a lot of them provide dates that are uh, at least a sometimes 6 months to several years um After um, the telegraph itself was sent, specifying specific events. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, Both give me a smarts check because I I can see the wheels working away in your heads, but there's a there's yeah there's a specific conclusion that would not necessarily occur to a um, couple of secret agents from the 19th century.
2: 48 because they had bumped that up a bit.
1: Oof. Uh, I got a six. I was looking for at least five. Well, either Harlan Bliss could see the future or he knew specific events that had to be taken to achieve a very specific future. Very specific.
2: Like this future.
1: Potentially, yes. Um, and so he was
2: communicating with somebody who was feeding him this information.
1: No, he was communicating this information to someone to help them along. Oh, okay. uh, And there are a couple where it's like... Um, DH, thank you for d- your delivery of uh, new hammer. Stop um, excavation vein six. Can uh, continues a pace. Stop. Um, additional 13-ton uh, GR delivery um, should arrive in uh, SLC uh, within a week. Stop. Mm. Please telegraph when it arrives.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. So Harlan Bliss was telling this guy in the future. Yep. Why and who is this guy?
1: And how did Harlan Bliss know what comes in the future? Yeah, I mean,
3: whatever we let out.
2: Yeah. And this is all, all this all this information of him knowing the future is after our altercation with him. Uh, and before. And before, did Harlan Bliss say anything about him knowing that we'd be coming?
3: Uh, well, when we had our little incident, he did uh, say some stuff that sounded a lot like a uh, prophecy to me.
2: Just more questions.
3: Uh, what'd you find there, friend?
2: I show with all the telegrams. Like, Harlan Bliss was communicating with somebody and feeding him information about future events. And this predates our interaction with him.
3: Well, I mean, you're the man of science and sort of... Stone sort of leans back and sort of flips his hat back a little bit and pulls out a, like, licorice cigar and starts chewing (laughs) on it. Uh... But, I mean, if we can, other people can.
2: Well, Salt. Yes, hello. There's time travel. What? Was that a thing?
1: Well, I mean, in literature, yes. There is an Englishman by the name of H.G. Wells who wrote a book called The Time Traveler. The Time Machine, sorry.
3: Yeah, I've read that. You know what, I'm just saying at this point, I'm willing to believe anything.
2: Come here, Salt. I want to show you something. Yes, of course. I show them the telegrams. I show them the congressmen. Well,
3: these don't make any sense at all. Right? Do you know any DHs that used to work for Comstock?
1: Well, I don't have the re- the roles of the full Comstock Mining Company. Where where were these Let's sent to? Right.
2: Uh, SLC. There was uh, there was deliveries to SLC. That's Salt Lake City. At least probably.
1: Well, you rolled a 20. boy. Salt Lake City, oh, oh my, oh dear. dear. Oh
3: my. If that's a good, oh dear, oh my.
1: Well, some of, some of these are very specific about the use or uh, possible future uses of ghost rock, possible investments. And Dr. Darius Hellstrom was based out of Salt Lake City originally before he split with the Mormons.
2: Dr. Darius Helstrom. Dr. Who what?
1: Uh, Dr. Darius... How, how do you gentlemen not know Dr. Darius Helstrom? He's only the most famous scientist in human history. <sighs> Humorous. He developed the Ghost Rock Bomb, the Automaton, the Ghost Rock Engine. Uh, he was purported to be quite old, actually Quite unlikely in terms of his age But they, they said that he was quite the brilliant scientist
2: When you say unlikely, like I mean like 150 years old? Well, as
1: of right now, Dr. Hellstrom would be well over 200 years old if he was still alive uh,
3: But he is dead
1: Well, I don't have any records of him But I have heard of any records of him after the reckoning
3: I don't mean shit yeah, it doesn't.
1: And of course, he did fund the faraway war, the uh, the development of the tunnel. The what? The the. Where are you, gentlemen, from? The the, the, the space tunnel, linking the Earth's solar system to an alien uh, to Banshee, an alien world, hundreds of light years away. In literature.
2: No, no, I no. Know.
1: The that that was the purpose for which. Most of the military w- were sent off. Where have you...
2: You know what? In this case, I don't need to know. This is one of the places where the truth is stranger than fiction. We're just really curious about this guy. I want to know where he would be.
3: All right. Well, uh, you, let's have this discussion elsewhere. I'm might creepified.
2: Yeah. Finish scanning your documents. Uh, uh, of course, of course.
3: If you can talk while you do that.
2: It's uh, fine.
1: can you give me a scrutinize check, uh, Wes?
3: Ah, I sure can.
2: I'll scrutinize where I
1: that, that, that was your insane five D twelve roll? Right.
2: Right. One, two, three. two, three. Where's the other two? Uh, four, four two, five. Four. Blind as a bat tonight, apparently. Um seven. Eight. Eight, yeah, right there.
1: Speaking of blind as a bat. <laughs> 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 okay. Um yeah, you definitely, uh, there's some noise coming from, not directly down the hall, but definitely inside the building.
3: All right. <laughs> there are there any other exits out of this room? No. Of course not. Okay. Um,
1: it just looks like it's a, it was a records room. Yeah. It was their, uh, their heavily fortified switchboard room at one point.
3: Well, you've got to protect your infrastructure, I guess. Yeah. Uh, are there air vents? <coughs> yes, there are.
2: Not again. No, you're not putting me up in an air vent.
3: Well, I'm, I'm just saying, they built tunnels all through these things for a reason.
2: Come on, the last time you put me in an air vent, you left me in there for three days.
3: Hey, I didn't know the place would be full of ghost Comanches. You want ghost Comanches. I swear, they're real. I I've,
2: I've seen them. I, I, I believe you. I believe you. All right. Um, do you want me to go and ambush them, or do you just what do you want to do then? Well,
3: that's kind of what I'm thinking. All
2: right. Waste me up. All right, so give <laughs> change a uh, knee up. In the uh, all right,
1: you have some kind of athletics or climbing. <laughs> no. You have climbing. You have nimbleness, climbing. Yes, I do. Give me a nimbleness plus climbing check.
2: That's three 10 One.
1: No, all the d10s are in front of me.
2: I'm way to hog the d10s. Jeez.
1: It's out of habit. I play a lot of White Wolf. Ooh, a ten. Eleven. <laughs> yeah, you get you slip up into those vents. They are Hollywood-sized air vents. Yeah,
2: convenient.
3: <laughs>
1: get together, have a few laughs. laughs.
3: Uh, so yeah, change or change goes up. Then Stone's gonna sort of wait by the door um, and sort of listen through the hole. Uh, and you
1: you're, like salt speed up? To, yeah, to whatever come on. Do.
3: you Get to move on oh, and do it quiet. Knowledge cannot be
1: rushed. Sir, knowledge cannot be rushed. You'd be surprised. He, and he's just flicking through all the documents.
3: Okay, uh, now we're just kind of listening to see if Trouble yep. comes.
1: Um, and Trouble does come down the hallway. Um, it, the first one to come around the corner uh, is wearing, like, ripped-up biker leathers. Um, he's got... The, he's got a... Not exactly a hunchback, but, like, slanted shoulders. One arm is grossly more muscular than the other and reaches down a bit past his knee. It's only got three fingers. Um... His neck has just, like, huge standout veins and muscles on it. But he's got a neck, so he's
2: got that going for him. Yeah. That's always
1: important. And he he comes walking down the hall, um, looking around. Hey, guys. Guys, I think this is where I heard the shot from.
3: Is there any, like, stuff around? I assume there's debris around. Yeah, Uh, I'm just, like, a dropped, like, ceiling tile. Just going to sort of hold that up over the hole. (laughs) Just going to just press it against it. Yeah. Um, Incidentally, uh, these guys are mutants, I'm assuming. I like the idea that uh, Stone has, um, you know the the little strip radiation testers? Yeah. I think he's got a little cross on a necklace fashioned out of one of those, and he sort of just checks it as it goes
2: click, (laughs) (laughs) and just, like,
3: switches over.
1: Well, oh, he's nice. not—he's not spitting radiation. Oh, I suppose. Um, however, the next guy to come down the corridor does flick the radiation tester, um, and you, you don't see him obviously, but but you, I, I but can hear. tell. and hear. Brother Hastings, this—this this is where you heard them from. Yes. Yes, this, this is where I heard the gunshot from. It's probably where the normies went. Ah, <coughs> oh, the normies. They do not know in what they meddle with, Brother Hastings. But we shall put them on the righteous path back to the glory of Adam. Their line is doomed. We are the new race in the world. We are the new men. I just hope they have some rations. I haven't eaten in a
2: while. Look at my uh, my bar. Fucking get my fucking rations. (laughs) 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 Well, And they're like right
3: outside the door, right?
1: Yeah. And they... Yeah, Hastings... Brother Hastings ain't see shit. I mean, that that will happen when you are so horribly mutated. Well, of course. However, they stop.
3: What is it? Shh! What is it? Shh! Quiet, Brother Hastings. So, as Stone has been sort of listening to this, the old... Ruger Redhawk is out (laughs) behind that tile, sort of just guesstimating roughly where they're standing. Oh, are
1: you going with the burn notice philosophy (laughs) that people armor their doors, they don't armor the walls around the doors?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We
3: we have proof of that. We just shot a hole through this one to take out the lock. My back's to the door, like feet planted uh, to keep it shut should they try to smash through. And, uh, yeah. I also know there's basically just a ceiling tile where there's a big chunk of this door, or this wall, so... Humans, are you in there? <laughs> Stone sort of, like, shoots a real dirty look
2: to Nathan
0: as
3: <laughs> he, like, thinks about responding. <laughs> yeah, you, you can see he is
2: actually about to respond. <laughs> and then I yeah, just shoot him just the dirtiest look. I imagine I'm, like, crawling through the air ducts. Humans, are you in there? Don't respond, you dumb (laughs) bastard. You never
1: know, he might get the natural 20 on that druid check. No, I'm just a tree. Well, I suppose a tree would
2: know. (laughs) The old dwarf in full plate uh, escaping the the guards just stand sideways in a a hallway. Where'd they go? I don't know, they went past this uh, suit of armor they're just standing here. (laughs) Oh, Dungeons and Dragons, and your critical successes. Um,
1: He try uh, the door handle rattles and the door starts pushing inwards.
2: Okay,
3: so I'm just gonna just like brace myself as much as I can to see if I can sort of arrest its movement, so it's like it's jammed against something. Okay, give me a strength check. I'm not that strong. (laughs) (laughs) You're really not. I'm fast, not strong. Oh, I'm really not
1: strong. (laughs) You are really not. No, no. He uh, he kind of uh, gives it a swift kick. And it knocks you over. Sends me scattering. Um, and give me an initiative check. Which is your straight coordinate quickness. Nope. quickness. 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 Uh, nope. Equal to your coordination... Wait. Nope. Uh, combat. Initiative roll. Quickness. Uh, difficulty <coughs> of five.
3: Come on, D12s. Don't fail me now. Ooh. Awesome. I got an eight. I also got a five. Okay, he got
1: a 5 so he draws one card i draw a two
2: i rolled the highest of a 4
1: oh well you guys i don't care what you guys drew you're going for him uh-huh. uh he drew a 1 yeah
2: so what i draw one card
1: uh you draw one card plus one for a success
2: uh, which i you did not get Kay.
1: okay okay uh, so one card plus one for a success oh yeah that's right and then he got a 12 um uh and then for every uh what is it 5 above 5. Yeah, uh, you get a raise. Uh, which give, lets you draw another card.
3: Okay, so I got 1 for plan at all. Or I guess, 1 for playing at all. 1 for... Succeeding at the...
1: Uh, for... At the quickness
3: 5 check. Okay, and then I got... Does it matter if I had multiple successes? No. Or? Uh, okay. You only count the highest die. Okay,
1: that's... So you're both going on 2. Uh, 2 cards and 1 card. Okay, so he's going to play his 12... Either you got anything to match a 12? Nope. Nine. That's not a 12. Nine. Uh, Wait, I'm using the Malifaux deck, so that's actually technically a queen. Nope. Well, once again, folks, Derek temporarily forgets that regular card decks exist because the only one he had kind of lying around conveniently was the Malifaux deck.
2: Because Malifaux.
1: Because Malifaux, and as we all know, bad things happen as i try and find the doomsayers god damn it doom, I, doom. that was the psyker page i don't what need the saying? psyker page that's the junker's page i don't Why need a junker the
2: junker page all
1: right what's his role his role is oh right okay right faith because of the priests of this game bo <laughs> nuclear powered priests. You will be reunited with the glory of Adam.
2: What does Adam have to say about that? I
1: don't know. Where'd all the D10s go? There's a
2: bunch oh, of them yeah, scattered all
3: throughout. Right. Does he need this many, really?
2: Yeah, yeah he can do with a couple it. less, I think. Oh, uh,
3: that certainly could use less 10s. Okay. Well,
1: he's going to blast you with a sizzling green bolt of radiation...
2: It's supposed to be a sizzling red bolt of radiation.
1: Oh, It there. could be, man.
3: Different different parts of the spectrum. Yep. One I'm with the just Miracle's glad we target can see number,
1: it. so.
2: If you can see radiation, that's never good!
3: <laughs> okay. Do I get anything for my sweet armored clothing Yes, you do.
1: You reduce the damage.
3: Yay. You only take
1: nine points of damage. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, and I need to roll for your uh, hit location. Where am I going bald? Uh, well, I hope you didn't intend on having kids anytime soon. Oh, seriously? That hit a little high up on the leg.
2: Oh!
1: Uh, so you're going to be at a minus two penalty going forward on your uh, rolls. Okay. And you lose nine wind. Yep. Yeah. But you're still going. Okay. <sighs> um... And it... Um, yeah, it blow. he uh, hits you in the legs, you go flying across the floor into some cabinets. Uh, and he, uh, he has this, um, it's an omega symbol with a cross over top of it. He's wearing like priestly robes. Cool. You will be reunited with Adam. You shall share in the grace of the holy mutation.
3: Well, I'll show you something holy.
1: All right, well, who uh, plays next? That was a queen. I believe next is our nine.
2: Nine yep. for me. Uh, I poke my uh, assault rifle out from... Uh, Your machine gun. Yeah.
1: Your submachine gun. Let me pull up the stats for that bad boy. All right, then. Which does more damage? Which is more expensive? I'll give you the uh, the MP20A. Okay, Um. so you're going to roll, and for every rage, you're going to get... Um, For every raise, you're going to get another hit. Okay. So I need you to roll me your uh, Uh, deafness plus shooting,
2: which is eight d8.
1: Great. Uh, I think I may only have. Oh wait. Oh here, I got three more d8s for you. Perfect. Uh, Do you want to spend any chips for uh, any bottle caps for that?
2: Yeah, I'll throw one in.
1: Okay, so add another d8 to your roll.
2: So even odds oh Wait, there's one right right there. Yeah. Perfect. a lot of sixes.
1: No eights? No eights. Well, you get one hit on him then. Yeah. Um, you can just go single shot if you want. Yeah. And you will deal 3d6 damage. 3d6 damage. Uh,
2: 6, seven,
1: uh, six eight, nine damage. Okay. Yeah, you uh, roll a d20, see where you hit. Oh! Okay, you spray him. Yeah, uh, You basically wing him across the shoulder, and he spins around and looks up at you.
3: Uh, and Smile and is wave. Mr. Uh, Stone going to go next? Oh yeah, with a seven. Um, so i Those a already... really nicely weathered looking cards. I know, right? Thank you, Heritage Deck. Um, I'm going to shoot this guy, so I need eight D12s.
2: What?
3: <laughs> Holy shit, I think I only have five. Yeah, I'll, I'll just make do here. Oh, uh, D12s like me. Um, so just reroll three of those. Uh, Well, do I do just reroll
1: three of them just to see if you get any more twelves? Okay, gotcha. Mm, no, nope. Roll, well, uh, reroll that twelve. Let's see how far this goes.
3: Yeah. So it's got nineteen.
1: Nineteen. Oh, key, Let's see how far this. uh... Oh yeah, no, he definitely got you in the lower guts. That's what a seven does. So yeah, you ain't having kids anytime soon.
3: Yeah. Um, So I guess a 17 after my penalty.
1: Okay, uh, add uh, results together. For every full multiple target size, you deal one wound level. And you are size 5. 17. Jeebus. And then roll me your hit location. Oh yeah. 17.
2: I'm very consistent.
1: Upper Guts.
2: She so spins around. And you plug one on the other side of his shoulder.
1: <laughs> uh, take one d6 for every wound suffered. Oh, okay. Never mind. So you only took two uh, d6 wind damage. So you actually only took. Never mind. We're gonna go no, with the see, original let's number. Let's go with the nine. I, let's, I, I with the not nine. let's not go with the twelve. Yeah. Okie dokie. Um, now roll your damage. Your damage is four d6. Yep. Thank you,
3: Ruger. Um, of five. No, it uh, oh, add it up. Yeah. Uh, then we're talking uh, fourteen. Fourteen. yep. Yeah. Oh,
1: I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna let you get that up to a fifteen, just uh, cause reasons.
3: Yeah. Cinematic excess. Oh
1: wait, no. Most are size six. Never mind. Uh
3: Okay, so um, it's two, two wound levels. He's going to take some pain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. You- so he spins around after after change opens up on him, uh, and Stone says... I rolled two sixes. Again. I don't care if you're shooting a man in the back, but you ain't exactly a man.
1: <laughs> He's down.
3: Nice. Uh, he
1: only had so much wind. And you rolled pretty fucking well. Uh, you know what? I actually feel like I should be giving you more dice for those raises. Uh, it's not an automatic... All oh, right, its rays lets you go up to the head. Roll, roll me two more dice. <laughs> I forgot what raises did. Uh, I got ten. Another ten. Um, you blow his brains out. Yeah. Boom!
2: I imagine like partially like, I'm almost like right above him. Ah, oh, again?
3: <laughs> Sorry, man, you gotta shoot with your mouth closed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, and uh, Brother Hastings the mutant at this point will take the opportunity to freak out. He's not carrying a gun. Oh no, 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 no. Father Neeson, fa, fa, Father Neeson. No, this is not good. This is not good. What have you done? Uh, Normies, I,
3: humans, what have you done? Norris, humans. You shut your damn mouth.
1: You got anything to uh, intimidate him with? Uh, I have a little bit of overall. Um, Give me an overall check then. That's what, 4d10? Uh, it is 4d10. All right. That fight didn't go... That fight went very, very quickly. Uh, I got a seven. Yeah, he's going to run the fuck in the opposite direction.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, hey, it's all a big misunderstanding. We're praising Adam, too. Just our mutations are on the inside, bluff.
1: He's running away. Damn it. Oh, dear. Well, they'll probably be back in greater numbers. We... Uh, yeah, we ought to roll. Uh, I'm done? I, mostly, Yes. You
2: got a minute? Go. Uh, Anything in that you, pack
1: you can lose? No. No, nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know what? Why don't we just take those document that stack of documents there with us instead of scanning it and be on our way? How big is this stack? Uh, he you went to the stack that you, you pulled out. Like the entire Oh my god. Uh-huh. He pulls a burlap sack out of the side. He yeah. has like three large like nylon sack dispensers. All
3: right, well, you're carrying it, Specs. And
2: yeah, I'm gonna I going to talk. This guy have a huge. were oh look he was so close to being encumbered
3: <laughs> he was a ketchup packet shy and
1: <laughs> that keeps happening to me all I was one tin can away from being over encumbered
3: <laughs> can, can he move though or is he very sl- he can't carry the shotgun though give me that no problem <laughs>
2: he's gonna get himself killed with this thing anyways
1: and you book it yeah Ah, it. Book it. Uh
3: Uh, (laughs) Librarian jokes.
1: Yes. Um, You go down the fire stairs. Yeah. um, And there's a fire escape on the back of the building that's amazingly still attached. Nice. But the the bottom of it hasn't been lowered to the ground, so the mutants couldn't climb it, so they haven't really gone around that end. Yeah. And you use the fire escape to get out the back.
3: Yeah. And do we, like, get onto the fire escape and see, like, a like um, Omega Man sea of hooded mutants or uh, yeah but
1: they're coming towards the front of the building ah uh,
3: great so it looks like there's like 15 or 20 of them oh, oh only oh yeah no big deal
1: and they're all mutated like oh, they're, all they're obviously are. horribly mutated yeah bunch uh, of cronimbers yeah I am just gonna say
2: <laughs> oh you're corn burning up the place
1: <laughs> thank you Rick
2: yes
3: um okay so yeah let's let's get the hell out of here mm-hmm. um We've seen no signs of life. We've also haven't seen any vehicles.
2: Yeah, I know. Thanks for that.
3: Yeah, some of those things have wheels. They're going to be able to catch us easy. <laughs> Maybe if we use stealth. Yeah, yep. I'm thinking that's it. Uh, um, where, around, where around here looks like a good place to hide. Everywhere is
1: potentially a good place to I hide. I guess that's true.
2: I'm going to just try and T low and make a... Uh, I'm just going to
1: sneak. Yeah, let's be sneaky. I mean, if you could find hoods and robes to throw over
3: yourselves. Oh, but I blew a hole through that one. <laughs> um. Yeah, we haven't we haven't really seen any of their caches or anything. Um, but we can sneak around till we find one.
2: Eleven on my sneak. Um, oh yeah,
3: you're good. I'm doing ugh, not so good. I'm gonna get shot.
1: <laughs> oh seven, not bad. Seven's a low. <clears throat> Seven's a winner.
3: Come on, salt. Wait, seven's a winner. And you're only doing sixes. Oh, thank God.
1: Oh, he got a seven as well.
2: <sighs>
1: that was a near one. It was a three and a four and a six.
2: Yeah. So I was I'm, expecting you when you were starting to sneak. You just pick one die up, and I'm like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so we're like all. Sneaking. He's not completely incompetent. <laughs> He's, He's just okay. mostly incompetent. He's just. He's a freaking librarian and historian.
3: He's got very specific competencies. Um, he is way, pretty good with the shotgun. Yeah, he, he hasn't actually held us back too bad. Um, if anything, we've held him back. Um, so, yeah, we sneak along, I think. Held him back. What do you expect him to do? Nerd rage on them? Yes. I kind of, like, he, he had, was walking around with a 90 pound pack of these.
2: <laughs> Take the pack, and, you know, this is like Dragon Ball Z. he will drop the pack, and he's just going to merc somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what was the kung fu movie where the guy's fighting the whole time and then he just he dropped there's some kind of weights on him the whole uh dragon ball z did that okay i know that power rangers samurai did that as well with the uh with uh, not samurai uh, ninja storm with the samurai ranger Mm -hmm. uh where he had like an armored piece but when it fell off of it it turned out to weigh like 80 pounds and suddenly he's like
3: literally like blurring around the battlefield Ah, cool but, uh, yeah, so I, I imagine when we're sneaking, we're sticking to, like, the various, yeah. like, chunks of wall and burned-out cars everywhere. Um, and since, yeah, like, Nathan almost gets caught, I think, like, we just, like, get out of sight of the mutants, and he, like, like sort of stumbles a bit and is, like, about to fall back out into they view. They see the crest of his pack behind something.
1: They're like, oh, are you a mutant? Yes? Oh, okay!
3: He managed to get, like, one of the dumb sentries.
1: <laughs>
2: nice.
3: Um, and then, yeah. Uh, we keep on sneaking.
2: I also like the fact Derek is using the same voice for these mutants as the, uh... Heathens! Uh, <laughs> the devils! Get them! <laughs> these guys start running around the city in a loop. I'm... I'm I'm cashing out, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this caster and Fritz are watching. They're like, you know, this recursion is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go to the one that's just made up of Japanese restaurants? Yeah, it's the, the world of nothing but sushi.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, our...
1: you managed to sneak out of Virginia City and make the slow trek
3: back to uh, Carson City mm-hmm. as we sort of like pass where Rufus is stuck to the wall uh, Stone will sort of like haul himself up on the like destroyed sort of ruin of Rufus's sort of yep. like, like I imagine he has some sort of like overalls or something at this yep. point hauls himself up on the and like closes his eyes
1: well I do I, well I do warn you of this um, remember he only has the one eye oh yeah his
3: eye good point um, it gets dark he glows a little Oh, damn. I'm going to stay away. Good choice. Yeah.
2: I understand he's your friend and all, but I don't need to go on a third arm out of your back.
3: Yeah, I'd rather have him resting in peace than have to put him down in pieces.
1: hmm You get back to Carson City, eventually. Uh, it's sort of that midnight flight along the roadway. Uh, yeah. You stick to, like, rubble and and broken-down cars and
3: stuff. <coughs> Montage of crazy things we have to avoid. Mm-hmm.
1: In the distance, you see something rise out of the sand. Um, it walks on two legs, but it's about twelve feet tall and like weird and spindly. And it scents at the air. No,
2: I'll have this image in my head for the, forever of literally something like the word "something" on legs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and then it sinks back into the sand.
2: Uh-huh. I don't even want to know what that is.
1: Well, local legends. You right? shut up.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course. You get back to Carson City around dawn.
2: <sighs> Dust myself off. All right.
3: You know, we never really did collect that initial payment.
2: Oh, yes, of course.
1: Let, let me just deal with that right now.
3: Um, he puts the pack down,
1: shrugs, uh, reaches into his duster, takes out a, um, like a leather packet and flips through it. And hands each of you two hundred fifty very rumpled dollars. Now, of course, the uh, the second part of the mission is to get me safely back to Sacramento.
2: I recall. Let's uh, let's catch some shut eye in town. We'll uh, we'll break at uh, first dawn tomorrow. Sound good? Of course. Maybe I can get a bath. Ha! Good luck.
1: So, you guys... Uh,
3: what is there for stopping houses around here?
1: There are a couple. There are rooming houses. What are there for like?
3: whorehouses around here?
1: There are a couple.
2: Yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: we, we're going to... Uh, I'm sure that HBO shows the scene in glorious HD. Yes. We don't need to do that on this show, as yeah. radio is an auditory medium.
2: Indeed. Penises. Penises everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that happened. Yep. And the morning comes, and you're not actually woken up by uh, Mr. Salt outside your room. You're uh, woken up by the alarm bells of the town. Oh,
3: they're playing our song
2: again, Change.
1: Mutants are attacking.
2: Oh, Someone off.
1: done got the mutants riled up over in Virginia City.
2: I have no idea who did that. Yeah, ne- never met him. Whoever did that is really stupid and an asshole. Yeah, uh, that is a real Thinking
1: thing. Thinking you need to find Mr. Salt and get yeah. the hell out? Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you find him, he's like, oh, oh dear, I, I feel like we Get your talk- pack and let's go. <laughs> well, you know, he has the pack with him. He's never seen without the pack.
3: Well, I mean, part of it has got a cot inside
2: of it. <laughs> he can sleep on. Well,
1: I, I I feel like we should tell the authorities something about what's going on here. Uh, yeah, he's right. I
2: well, give I, I, I give Wade like a look, like fuck, really? really? Come on, man. Uh,
1: fine, fine. I, I mean, you could avoid telling the authorities that you messed with the mutants. And... Well, we don't need to
3: tell them the whole truth.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, let's go tell them. Go on, let's go. I, I bring my I bring salt along.
3: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> and sit, sitting in what passes for the marshal's office is uh, Marshal Moran. <clears throat> Gentlemen, I don't have time for your shenanigans today.
3: Ah, uh, d- d- yeah, you do. Good, good to see you, Marshall.
2: Yeah, d- d-
1: Oh my god, what did you two idiots do this time?
2: Uh, d- d-
3: this
1: ain't us.
2: D- 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 look, we got contracted to do a recovery operation in, in the city.
1: Why? Why would either of she she holds the bridge of her nose, takes a deep breath. One of the veins kind of pulses on her forehead. Well, um, everything in the room feels a little bit lighter for a couple seconds. Now,
2: now, 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 R- remember your remember your words. Remember your words. Uh, we needed to find work. I'd like to point out that you ruined our only ride out of here. Boys, give me a
1: reason why I shouldn't just throw you two to the mutants and tell them to go away.
3: Uh, um, we, 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 uh we 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 got some Virginians. evidence of um had the, um, uh, <laughs> uh, hey, the the hell hell hellstrom feller, and uh, talking to people in Virginia City. Hellstrom. Yeah, that's the one. What do you know about Hellstrom? Uh, well, some of his banking, anyways. Well,
2: look. <clears throat> Some, but somehow he was getting information from the guy who ran the Comspot Corporation about future events. And we have the telegrams in, in this guy's backpack to prove it. Oh, yes. Uh, hello, I'm still here. And this is, but by the way, you should be mad at him, too, because he hired us.
3: Yeah, this it's all this guy's idea. Well,
2: I didn't tell them to shoot
3: the doomsayer in the head. You I, did what? Hey, hey, come on! Listen, <laughs> like Wade, like pulls up his waistcoat, and you can see like the bald spot in his guts. So there's a radiation burn. <laughs> We—it
2: was self-defense. I, 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 was shooting the main.
3: Like, I, I was shooting the maim, too. How, how am I supposed to know that mutants
2: uh, Heads have balls. brains
3: in their skulls?
2: <laughs> You really, look, we really shouldn't vex um, your your ex-sister-in-law. The
3: angry psychic. Hey, that, that was never a bind in marriage. Anyways. Uh, um.
1: Okay. You don't remind me of why I should probably be pulverizing your bones with my brain right now. And you. Hellstrom, keep talking.
2: Look. <clears throat> He was being fed information from, oh, what's the name of that creepy bastard? Um, Bliss. Bliss. Harley, his name was Harlan Bliss. He ran the, uh, the, the corporation. Look, it's going to sound really crazy. As crazy as everything that happens around here, we're not from this timeline. Or this time period, we're from the 1800s, okay? We were fighting Harlem Briss. And we woke up in a mine shaft and all this shit happened. We were trying to stop him before this all happened. He knew we were coming. We have all the... What
1: does this have to do with Hellstrom? He's been... And she's just staring daggers at you.
2: feeding them all along. He's been feeding them all the information to get everything that's happened up to this point. This is all Hellstrom's fault. Hey, hey, so... Yes, hello? Uh check
3: on your little uh, window pane thing there. Uh, does it got more communications between an HB and a DH? Can you like, can you like fiddle through it?
1: I haven't indexed everything properly yet. It may take some time. We don't have time. Okay, well, we're going to do that. Use the Dewey Decimal System for God's sakes. I, I don't, okay. I, I'm sorry, we, we prefer Library of Congress, but. Oh. <laughs>
3: librarian jokes. <laughs> um, Said the librarian, yes. Right. Um, Either way, you you do that while we run or fight or whatever we're going to end up having to do here. I have a feeling
2: she's not going to let us go unless we help. Yeah.
3: Okay,
1: if this has to do with Hellstrom. Salt, get your car, get out of town, and find out everything you can about Hellstrom. And if you happen to find that bastard and he's still alive, you shoot him a few dozen times in the skull for me.
3: And we're going to help him out with that? What are
1: the hell are you two still doing here? Yeah, gotta yep.
3: go. Thank you very much, Marshall.
1: <laughs> and she gets up and follows you out. Um, she does one little kick step on the ground and does like a floating like
3: 50-foot jump up onto a building to get a higher view of what's going on. Just just before she does that, uh, Wade kind of just, like, passes her thing and be like, Thank you. Puts it in her hand, shakes it, and then runs to the car. <laughs> um, and, like, it's, it's definitely a note for her sister.
2: You didn't just do what I think you did.
3: <laughs> you uh, can't, can't carry anything extra.
1: Um, there's a muted boom. Uh, you look over your shoulder... Um, you know, in Legend of Korra, whenever mm. the um, Puli, the uh, the combustion bender, does like the forehead blast thing, yeah, yeah. where it's just like the distortion in the air, and then a boom off the distance.
3: Yeah, boom, boom, man.
1: Yeah, um, Marshall Moran is doing Sparky, Sparky, boom, boom, man. Um, as, as you guys are like, yeah, I hope she doesn't read that while we're here.
2: Uh, I think she'll be too busy. Boom! No, she's definitely not too busy. Drive, Salt, drive!
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you um, you reach Salt's Range
2: Rover. Um, This wouldn't survive the apocalypse. Even anybody who's ever owned a Range Rover knows that. <laughs> this is clearly magic.
1: Well, it's got ghost rock in it. That's but, a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's got, like, a big hot rod engine sticking out of the top of it. Uh, it's got new wheels on it. Nice. Um, Alright. He, he throws his backpack into the Most of the vehicle doesn't have proper armor and padding. The back compartment, which looks like it's designed just big enough to hold his backpack and a few other stacks of books. And they're all carefully uh, set up in between wedges of foam in there. And he closes (coughs) it. He closes the top on it. He sets an electric lock with his little phone thing
3: on it. (laughs) All right, all right. Come on, Salt. Put your spurs to it.
1: I don't have spurs. It's a, it's Just a car. Just drive! You
2: don't... Very well.
1: Uh, he puts his shotgun in the shotgun position. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the passenger seat. You two are wedged in the back. He's expanded the, um, the trunk space. Nice. <laughs> it's not designed really for passengers, but... Yeah, you're driving along because he's the only one who actually has the driving skill.
3: Yeah, definitely.
1: And you peel out of town as uh, the mutants are opening fire on the walls, and everyone's opening fire on the mutants. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, a group of mutants just spontaneously explodes. Nice. And there are more mutants than there were originally. There, there's at least a hundred of them now. Oh. Uh-huh.
3: Great. <laughs> Great. It, it, uh, it's really... Like, Stone doesn't want to leave this fight. <laughs> he definitely wants to... Find the one that killed Rufus.
1: <laughs> there's a good chance you did kill the one that killed
3: Rufus. It's very possible. That but, guy had fancy robes, the Omega, and everything. It's so not yeah, like there's a higher rank than Omega unless they go to the
2: Alpha. That's just
1: the simple. I, I know an
2: Alpha and Omega, at the beginning and the end.
1: Kirk, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna leave that there as you are driving away from the battle of Carson City. Nice. Headed out into the wild, into the wild west of Sacramento. As once again a post-apocalyptic terrible order show goes towards Sacramento (laughs) because as I recall that's actually where we started with uh, uh, with Furry Road as well Uh. and uh, this has been the second episode of the Adventures of Change in Stone season 2 Hell on Earth I'm Derek the Bar from Chasing the Muse and I am joined with Will Mitchell
2: Westgate of the 404s
1: Things are going to get weirder next time.
0: Rock and roll music. (laughs)
2: And
0: the Terrible Warriors has new episodes that come out every Tuesday and every Thursday. And the Adventures of Change and Stone will continue next week. Every week this month, except for I think for the last week in March. Yeah, it's a five-week month. It's, uh, It's fun like that. If you like Change in Stone, let us know on Twitter. I keep telling Derek he should just pitch this as an actual TV show because, hot damn, they are entertaining me. And if you come back to this show on Tuesday, we return to Halcyon City, our city of superheroes. And yes, they're currently falling off of a building at terminal velocity, about to hit the ground. Don't worry, we'll resolve that. And then they're back on the case to find out what The Void is really up to. Oh, the plot will thicken on Tuesday in Masks The New Generation. Also happening on Tuesday, starting in two weeks time, you voted for it if you're a Patreon supporter on our poll at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. That's called a plug. The poll was to help us decide which game we were going to record next, and you chose Norlandia. It's an improvised crime drama. A city created on the spot with four districts created on the spot, five characters, and one of them is a murder victim. Our four investigators are on the case, and by the time it's done, the foundations of the city will be at a breaking point. This was a lot of fun to play, I can't wait to show you! And of course, you can stay on top of all the developments on our program by following us on Twitter at Dice Warriors, following our Facebook account, and getting the inside scoop in our Patreon page at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. If you want to be a named NPC character, we're starting to get more involved in not just having you be a throwaway. For example, in Norlandia, every character in our campaign is a Patreon supporter. So that was kind of cool. The Terrible Warriors will return. But for now, I should tell you who they were. Today's Terrible Warriors were Derek Burrow, Will Mitchell, and Wes Gunn. And until the next time we meet here, dear listener, thank you for supporting, for sharing, reviewing, liking, listening, and playing. Thank you for being Terrible Warrior.